Welcome to New York's number two sports show. The Rangers beat the Capitals 5-1. to one. This was the first game that I went to this season, and it was a really good game. And the Rangers, really, their revenge games continue. Just, what was it, two or three weeks ago, Rangers shut out at Washington. And tonight, the Rangers didn't score in the first period, although I didn't hate their first period. But then, scored three in the second, two in the third. Keandre Miller was really the star of this game. And I was critical of Keandre, uh, and he was himself. I think there were quotes from Miller um, with Larry Brooks, you know, talking about how, you know, he has not been thrilled with how he's played at all. And tonight, you know, has a couple of goals and assists. And his defensive partner, Jacob Truba, the one negative from this game is that Jacob, Tr- Jacob Truba leaves the game early in the second as it appeared to be a collision with Tom Wilson. Now, I know the the when, when you hear Tom Wilson, you think, okay, it was something dirty. Honestly, I think it was incidental. Wilson was driving to the net on the power play, and his elbow uh, goes into Truba's, I don't know if it was jaw area. So I, it's an upper body injury. I'm not sure if it's concussion related. I'm not sure if it's, you know, maybe like a broken bone related uh, Miller said after the game, he says he thinks that you know, he kind of slipped. He's usually you don't want to give too much information, but Miller made it seem like Truba might be okay. So hopefully this is nothing too serious. But yeah, that is a big negative. But in this game, a lot of the defensemen stepped up. Kendrick Miller and Braden Schneider. Schneider scores a goal. I believe Schneider also had an assist as well. No, just the goal. But what it did was it created some different looking defensive pairs. And I thought that some of them looked good. Like it was just kind of a makeshift situation. It wasn't even as if they just kept lingering, lingering with Fox and just went with a rotation elsewhere. Like they just switched it all around. And I thought that the, you know, and I thought the defenseman, it's funny. I felt like Truba was maybe the most consistent defenseman all season. Now he's out. And yet I felt like the other defenseman played a lot better after he left. So that was big. And then also Igor Shesterkin has lately been very good. Like, I feel like he kind of hit rock bottom. It must have been that Maple Leaf game at home. And then since then has been pretty damn excellent. So I thought that he he wasn't one of the stars of the game, which I, I figured he would be. Um, but I thought he was really good. Made 25 saves on 26 shots. And the Rangers were, were simply the better team. Like, right now, the Rangers even though there has been some inconsistencies, they find themselves atop the NHL standings and deservedly so, at least in the Eastern Conference. I don't, you know, I don't pay as much to the West, but in terms of the East, like they do seem like the best team right now. Uh, will it all, will it stay that way in the long haul? That remains to be seen. We don't know, but this was good. And again, like I really like the fact that they are able to respond against teams that beat them previously like they are like they take it to heart and it's like we're not gonna let that happen again I I really uh think that's a great trait and quality from a from a hockey team so lineup was the same as it has been now for a while feels like Zach Jones has been the only healthy scratch now that Truba might be out that that's the one issue is that now Zach Jones comes in and that to me that kind of messes things up. But um, anyway, Darcy Kemper in there for the Caps. If you remember last game against the, the Capitals, it was Charlie Lindgren who shut the Rangers out. So Kemper 
uh, was in goal for the Caps. And first period, not a whole lot going on in the first, which I didn't mind. Like, and that's been the case, at least in Ranger games. I'm not going to say all of the NHL, but it feels like the, the goal scoring just ramps up as games go on. It doesn't tighten up. Like the first period, no scoring, and then boom, just like you end up getting six goals in the game. Um, seems to be like a common theme, at the very least in Ranger games. So first period, John Carlson hooks Zabanajad at 624. Mika Zabanajad has been very good lately too. Again, like he gets off to that really slow start, and now his numbers, I think, are pretty insane. Let, let, let's see what they are uh, for Zabanajad now in... What is it? 33 games played for the Rangers, I, I believe, uh, at this point. I think they're 24-8-1. And, and Zabanajad now, I think he's at at least a point a game, if not more. Yeah, so 35 points in 33 games. I know a lot of that production comes in the power play, but still, a plus 7-2. Mika played his 800th game, 800 NHL game tonight, which is crazy, like... That he's played that many games and he's only 30 years old. Like, he came up very young with the Ottawa Senators. Like, just, you know, uh, it, one of the greatest trades maybe in Ranger history. The, the Mika Zibanejad Ottawa Senator trade. Anyway, so Zibanejad draws that penalty, but the Rangers power play does not score. We, we It's funny. And this happens again in this game where the Ranger power play, like, it's not... Always, I mean, it's a very, as we know, what is it? Rangers have to have, what, a top two or three at worst power play in the NHL? It's really good. Um, and eventually they get their power play. It's funny, they, they always, if you give them enough, they'll get their one. And they did eventually in this one, but there they didn't. And then at 1935, Lindgren trips uh, Malenstein. Um, so the Caps have a power play going into the second. On that power play in the second is when Truba gets hurt. Um, and so... You know, he, he didn't return after that initial early second period shift. At 43 at 437. Um no, sorry, let me go but before that. At 412, Anthony Mantha scores for the caps to give them a one-nothing lead from Sandine and Protus. So this is a play where Adam Fox um was a little too aggressive, wasn't able to um make the play and so down the other way Mantha goes with speed with a little bit of speed some room and he fires it past Shesterkin so you know Fox I thought his game improved as the night went on but you know um not not a great play there but then the Rangers draw a power play it was a penalty taken by Dylan Strom as he hooks Jimmy Vesey uh Jimmy Vesey continues to really play very well it's just amazing the turnaround for him like his first stint as a ranger those first three seasons compared to what he's down done now in year two the second time around it's just night and day like he is just a very good fourth liner like if you have him slotted there that's really not bad so the rangers get a power play but they don't score on it they don't score on that power play then but soon after the power play is over they do score, and it's Keandre Miller, a sixth goal of the season from Zabanajad and Panarin. And I notice on a lot of Keandre Miller's goals this season, it's Zabanajad that sets it up for him. Nice little dish by, by Mika. Uh, uh, Keandre Miller goes backhand and scores past Kemper. Uh, so a really nice goal there. Ties it up at one. Then at uh, 8.45... Barkley Goodrow trips Ferravari. Now with Goodrow again, like again, 
too many penalties for Goodrow, but the Rangers do actually better than that. Before they even kill the whole thing off, Zibanejad is tripped. Um, and so it becomes four and four. So two drawn penalties by Zibanejad again, like really like his game lately. So now the Rangers towards the tail end of this power play. And keep in mind, like this would be their third and final. They do score on it. And it's Artemi Panarin, his 19th goal of the season from Trocek and Zibanejad. So Trocek finds Panarin, who just rips it. Really, I mean, Panarin's got a great shot. Like, that's the shame in the fact that he, you know, in previous seasons, like, hasn't shot as much as he should. The accuracy is great. Could Kemper have still made the save? Yes. But, like, it was exactly where it needed to be. And it gives the Rangers a 2-1 lead. Then 40 seconds after that, Braden Schneider scores his third goal of the season from Lindgren and Vizi. So this was a fourth-line goal. This is, I mean, the guys that were on the ice, like, think about it. Like, Lindgren and Schneider as a defensive pair, which you don't see too often, like, it was a very, you know, it, it was not the most offensive uh, five-man unit, but they were able to score. And it, part of that was because, you know, VZ provided some, uh, a little bit of chaos in front. So I'm not sure if Kemper saw it. And Schneider scores to make it 3-1. And, you know, the Rangers' second period uh, ended up being a good one. Like, I, 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 you know, Manta scores that goal, and, and I wasn't sure, but... You know, Yefelka going to the third, and they really carried it over into that third period. They, they they really left no doubt. Within that, Igor made a lot of good saves. Don't get me wrong. For the chances that the, the Capitals did have, Shesterkin looked good. But at 6.54, Keandre scores again. Second of the night, seventh of the season from Kreider and Wheeler. So a nice shot by Keandre. Um, you know, nice to see him get a couple of goals. Makes it 4-1. And then 11.15, Alexi Lafreniere scores his 10th goal of the season from Fox and Miller. Nice cross-ice pass by Adam Fox. You know, quick shot by Lafreniere. Beats Kemper. Gives the Rangers a 5-1 lead. They win 5-1. So, again, uh, as for, you know, that was a, a good, stress-free game to go to. Um, they, they really played well. And it was funny that the crowd wasn't really, like, that into it, but it just didn't matter. The Rangers were determined that, hey, like, we are not going to let this team, um, you know, do what they did last time. So that that's the whole revenge game thing for the Rangers. So anyway, Rangers improved to 24-8-1. And now they head to Florida for back-to-back -back Friday and Saturday at the Panthers and at the Lightning. So these will be interesting. And the Panthers, um, this is one of the better teams in the conference. They have been good lately. So I'm interested in that. The Rangers tend, I mean, in recent years, the Rangers have really done well against the Panthers, whether that be at MSG whether that be at Sunrise, like, either way. So we'll see if that continues. And then they'll face the Lightning the next night. And for Tampa, um, you know, like, last 10 games, they've been fine. But this is a team that, right now, like, this could be the first time in a while that Tampa does make the playoffs. But it's way too soon to make that proclamation. They're not, like, far off or anything. But in terms of, like, normally it's like, all right, you go to Florida, like, Tampa's more of the test, Florida not as much. Hey, maybe not so much now. Um, but... These will be a couple of interesting games, and these will be the last two games on the 2023 calendar before they head home after the new year to take on the Carolina Hurricanes in what I think should be a very interesting game, but we'll get there when we get there. We'll see what's up with Jacob Truba. Hopefully he's okay. Um, I don't know. And, and as far as the goalies, just circuit and quick, it's tough to say who gets, like, like I'm sure they'll, they'll make the most informed decision they can I can't really second guess it one way or another, and it's tough to kind of predict what they'll do. Um, 
Maybe you go, like, just for the sake of back and forth, maybe you go quick versus Florida, Shesterkin versus the Lightning. Like, I, I, I think I'm fine with that. But either way, I don't see myself being like, why did they do this? Why did they do that? But anyway, Rangers, out of this mini Christmas break, beat the Washington Capitals 5-1.